Hello, good evening. Welcome once again to your favorite show, The Pillow Talk with Papa D. I hope that you're having a great time today. I hope your week has gone well as you planned. I hope that your day has been very, very inspiring. Not to worry, even if you've had a very stressful day, that's why we talk about things that will refresh, inspire, and put you in a relaxed mood at Pillow Talk with Papa D. This evening, once again, we are going to continue on the series that we started, Bonding Moments of the Day. So, it is important that married couples continue to adventure intimately and bond very, very uniquely. The bonding moments of the day is sharing with you those special moments of the day that you should take advantage of. Those moments possibly that some of us may overlook or may not know. We want to share with you those significant or strategic moments of the day that you probably will overlook but you shouldn't overlook and take advantage of it to drop or to make a deposit in the life of your significant other or in the life of your spouse, you know, and these are days that you should continue to do consistently. Don't forget, inconsistency lies the power. Anybody, anywhere can start anything. Everybody gets married. Anybody can plan and execute a good, fantastic marital ceremony. The wedding day, fantastic. Getting married is not the big deal. Staying married is the issue. Falling in love is not the big deal. Every time Dick and Sule, as we say, they falls in love. But staying in love is the big deal. And that is where the work is. It has to be deliberate. It has to be calculated. It has to be intentional. So what we try to do or what I want to do during this series is to open your eyes or to remind you of those moments of your normal day that you should be intentional about and should not allow to pass just like that without making a deposit in the life of your spouse. So today, we are going to talk about bonding moment number three. As usual, you can uh, invite your spouse. This is an exclusively married uh, couple forum. This is for the married because of the content and the things we're going to be saying it is it is more appropriate for my couples to listen to it so please and it's also good that you listen to it with your significant order so if your spouse is not around i would encourage you right now to um, tell the person get the message across to the person wherever the person is in the world and tell the person to download Digits 1024 Radio on Google Play Store or stream live from www.digits1024radio.com I take that again 
www.digits1024radio.com. It's nice for both of you to be listening to the same thing at the same time. So let's go on to bonding moments number three. Okay, a quick recap bonding moment number one is your waking up moment, what you do in your first one hour after waking up. Number two, the second bonding moment is the shower hour. How you shower, how is very important, and how you should take advantage of it. The third bonding moment is one of my favorite also is the family altar time the family altar time this is a time that we must not take carelessly it's the time that we engage the divine in the course of our lives our marriage and the course of the day this is a very major time in your day that couples should take advantage of you've heard the saying a family that prays together probably stay together um i use i added the word probably because we've seen family who prays and they are still scattered we find that praise together will stay together all other conditions being equal all other terms and conditions being equal but to be very truthful if a family who prays as they ought to pray they will stay together There's something about the binding force of prayer that we must never overlook it is an opportune time to bond with your kids particularly and to teach them the values of prayer and to teach them the values of prayer in devotion. It's that opportune time for you to teach your kids the values of prayer, communing with God during the morning devotion. When my, when we wake up in the morning, the first thing my wife and all we do, we do is to wake up the children and they already know that after waking up the first thing you have to do no matter how little no matter how small they have to talk to god sing a bit or one or two praises to god and thank god for waking them up this is a good culture that every faith-based person should imbibe it is very rewarding to give the beginning of your strength to your god and to your family make it a daily practice and consistency lies apart luke 18 1 says men ought always to pray and not to faint don't let your spouse be the dumping ground of your exhausted strength so your mornings are crucial to god and to your family one of the beautiful things about morning devotion our family altar or morning devotion is that it allows you to um, invest or engage the beginning of your strength for the day you know, I would rather prefer a morning devotion to an evening devotion because at the end of the evening, at the end of the day during the evening, you're already physically, mentally exhausted. You probably just go through the rigors of that um, devotion with the last of your strength. So um, this is a good time to also share your aspirations and plans for the day and agree together in prayer for divine direction. You will agree with me that if you live in this part of Nigeria, if you live in a, in a fast-paced city where a lot of things happen and love and certainties are on the road, you probably want to, you know that um, the divine is, will be very crucial, will be very important to give you a, a beautiful day. And there, there should be none of us who, who should take that for granted. If this time of devotion because to be frank i know some of us have very tight schedules and some of us have very tight uh, appointments to pick, to pick up in the day 
even though I do not think that no matter how busy your day is going to be, your a, a part of the beginning of your day, the very it should be should be used to engage God and to trust Him for His mercies and His protection and His direction, His wisdom for today. But if the mornings are not going to work for you, then shall do another time. Then shall do another appropriate time in the evening. There's power when couples hold hands together and agree concerning their day. We set apart a Tuesdays for uh, myself and my wife. We set about Wednesdays, Fridays, and Sundays for the children, where we come together, pray, study the Word of God, and believe God for the rest of the day. There is power when couples hold hands together and agree concerning their day. It's a powerful bonding tool. You will see that whenever there's a problem happening between couples or in a family, one of the first things that goes down, one of the first symptoms that makes you know that something is wrong is that you will find it difficult to pray. You find it difficult to hold hands together to pray. So that tells you that there's something about prayer that cannot accommodate malice, that cannot accommodate anger and bitterness. When couples are angry and embittered with themselves, they find it difficult to pray. They find it difficult to work and together and commune with God and have the unity of faith. So it tells you that prayers are very, very powerful and very, very useful. You know, so the altar place, the family altar, the devotion time is a very powerful time of bonding for the family and for couples. And you should never miss it for anything. All right, we're going to go on a break shortly, and we are going to. I'm going to come back again to to put a bit more light on some of on what we should do and how we should conduct um, this particular moment, and probably identify those special challenges that we will face around conducting our family devotion. Okay, don't forget. This is Pillow Talk with Papa D and we're going on a break and we'll be right back. God bless you. Right, welcome back on the break. This is still your friend, your brother, Pepper D, and you are on to Pillow Talk with Pepper D. We are on special bonding moments of the day that couples should take advantage of. And today, we're talking about the prayer altar. Family devotion, some people call it. Family altar, some people call it. Um, but, but the essence is that it's a time for you to engage divinity, and to exercise your um, devotion and your your uh, intimacy with your God, and you bring the children into it also. So, um, I was saying a lot out before we went on break that if you have a challenge, if you are the type that your mornings are going to be a bit difficult because you're rushing out and. Um, you probably will not be able to have sufficient quality time to do something in the mornings, then you should take advantage of the evenings. You know, you should take advantage of the evenings. If Even if 
you for whatever reason even though i think that shouldn't be your weekdays are impossible to get something qualitative what about your weekends the point is you are inexcusable no matter how busy you are you are inexcusable not to use uh, sufficient time for your devotion it is important to make these moments count let's not do i see a lot of uh while growing up i see a lot of families you know make prayer time very boring for the children um children just happen to just tag along when you say children prayer time children devotion you're like oh and you can almost tell the reasons why the 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 devotion time is boring you know for children you have to make learning time fun you have to ensure that they are getting blessed it's not just you trying to stuff things into them on them that they really do not believe you have to make it engaging sometimes we use audiovisuals sometimes we make it very interactive you know of course there are some routine thing that they have to get used to whether they like it or not but you also need to be creative around the family altar. It has to be, we, we add musical instruments. I had to go and learn a bit of playing the keyboard, even though it was not my thing, so that I can put some uh, melody, some excitement into our worship moment when we are together. So it's lovely. So imagine you have a, a, a worship family where the children can sing, father can play the keyboard, the, the girl can play the guitar, you know, the boy can play the conga drum, you know, everybody. And the, the entire family devotion is fun. The time of time of praise and worship is fun. You know, you have to make it fun for the children. They must look forward to coming to the presence of God to worship God with you. It's a time to, no matter how brief it is, it's a time to hold hands together and declare over your day. Lay hands on your children and command the blessings of the day and the blessings of the evening upon them. Command the blessings of the covenant upon them. You know, speak with parental authority and ask that the Lord will keep them, the Lord will guide them. When they are used to this, they will understand the place of parental blessing and utterance over their day. You know, and then ensure that they don't allow, ensure that you declare the counsel of God from His word over their day and over their week before they go out and before they step out. Don't allow this moment pass you by. It's also a good time for you as a husband to bless your wife. It's a good time for the wife to receive from her, from her husband. It's a good time for the husband to receive from the wife prophetic words for the day. Yeah, uh, it is very, very, you are an authority figure in the life of your husband, in the life of your wife, in the life of your children, this very moment is a good time. How many homes and family probably their day would have been saved if their wife or their husband, you know, were able to perceive or were able to declare and counsel, you know, conspiracies of darkness in their life for the day. How many homes probably would have been saved that way? So uh, our devotional time is a very important time and we should make it good we should make it exciting just the way you are um, a husband and wife looking forward to an intimate experience together as husband and wife that's the way you know the children and everyone of worship looking forward to an, an a wonderful intimate experience with the lord everything is important scripture says whatsoever your hand finds to do do with all of your might don't do anything carelessly the devotion time every of this bonding time is very important there's none that should be done 
carelessly. There's none that should be done in a hurry. I know we are tempted all the time to try and rush through things, to try and rush through them because uh, we have other things to do. But you have to have that dedicated time and moment where nothing matters apart from the Lord. Nothing matters apart from those moments. It's so nice to see husband, wife, and children hold hands in a circle and believe God. You know, I've had to teach my children how to believe God, how to, when we have issues that we even know that we can, we know we can solve them. We don't know where the, where the help probably will come from. But to be able to deliberately pass to them that you have to trust God, you have to commit God, you have to believe God to meet your needs. We pray about those things. We ask them to ask God to make provision for their school fees or their meals and thank God every time they have opportunity of having a place over their head to stay, even though it's our responsibility to do so. But it's a culture you're teaching your children and you will be very proud of them in the days to come. And finally, uh, it's important to note that there's something so, so powerful and mysterious when husband and wife holds hands together. You'll agree with me that every time you have challenges, bitterness, conflict, unresolved conflicts, when you're hungry with your wife, you're hungry with your husband, one of the things that first degenerates is your prayer altar. You cannot almost hold hands together, you know, when you're hungry. If you have had a fight the night before, you know, you probably will not want to hold hands together and say, let us pray. And that's one of the reasons. If this is your culture and the practice, you probably want to, it's to inspire you to want to resolve your conflict. So it's also a powerful uh, resolution uh, um, process, you know, if we learn how to pray through things. And whatsoever two or three shall agree as touching anything, scripture says, it shall be so unto them. So it's a powerful, powerful way of coming into an agreement and, and making things happen in your home. So um, some people say, well, I don't, I don't know how to pray. It's my wife that knows how to pray. Um, my husband is the pastor. I'm not the, I'm not the one that has the calling. There's nothing really like that. You don't need a calling to pray. All of us have uh, uh, the capacity to, to, to stretch and seek and search after God. There's nobody that has a particular calling to come and seek God. All of us should seek God. So even if you probably may not have the, the kind of prayer language of your wife, you don't have the gymnastics. You know, some people think it's about the gymnastics, the shout, the scream, all of those things, and the quoting of scriptures and quoting it very well. And some people feel intimidated when others are doing it. You know, prayer is mere communion. You know, when husband and wife are having a pillow talk, it's silent, cool communication, intimate communication between the two of them, probably when nobody is there. That's the same. You're having a pillow talk with God. It's just this time around, your family is there. So you really don't have to be screaming, shouting, or have all these scriptural languages that makes you think you are a prayer warrior. You know, just pour out your heart to God, you know, and agree with your spouse together as you pour out your heart. You're pouring out the hearts of the family, your heart to God, your spouse's heart to God, and you are agreeing on the matter. You really don't need any special prayer skills to make that happen. And the way to, to, to pray or to learn to pray is to pray. When you pray and continue to pray, 
you develop stamina. So, as we wrap it up tonight, I hope that before you go to bed tonight, part of the things we are going to do is to hold hands together with your spouse, call the children together, come around the table, break bread. Breaking up bread is also good. It's also another very powerful bonding tool. Break bread together and pray. You'll be amazed what impact it will bring to your intimate experience, even between your husband and your wife. You'll be amazed what impact it will bring on your children as they develop. So we'll come your way next week, Friday. It's your friend, it's your brother, Papa D, signing out and saying, make sure you make your family altar the blessed and the celebrated time of the day. God bless you. So we'll see you again next week, Friday. Bye-bye.